Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. It is Friday the 15th of October. Uh, This week we have a super awesome guest. Uh, It is Nick from TikTok. Um, he, He hails from my home state. And uh, I don't know if he's lived there the whole time. We'll get into that later. But uh, Nick, how are you doing? Good, good. And yourself? Great. <laughs> Tired, <laughs> but great. <laughs> I hear you on that. So uh, Nick has been on TikTok for how long? I want to say since 2020 of what month? I want to say October last year. I don't know. It's- oh, okay. Maybe I want to say a year. It's it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna reverse a little bit back from that. Uh, so, have you always grew up in New Mexico? I forgot to ask you that. I have, uh, born and raised here in uh, New Mexico. And born people, in Albuquerque, but raised in Las Lunas. Yeah, he's born in the route town at least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the question is: red or green? And I, I mean, half our listeners will have no clue what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> um, or are you both? I'm going to say green. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what, sometimes what we're I talking red, about but... is chili, just so people know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in New Mexico, it's delicious. Uh Dion's Pizza, if you've never been to New Mexico, is the bomb. Oh, my goodness. Get the it ranch is. and get green chili on the pizza. I like to do uh, green chili and pineapple. Yeah, a lot of people like that. They're, uh, they're heathens, so just know that Nick is just kidding. <laughs> I, pineapple doesn't go on a pizza, Nick. I'm just kidding. Some people like it. My, oh my, wife, my wife loves Hawaiian pizza, and I'm like, who are you? Like, who gets that kind of pizza? I just uh, don't like the the ham. I just it's just pineapple itself. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. I'll I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, so you grew up in New Mexico. Um, I know from like living in New Mexico too, growing up there. Uh, Albuquerque and pretty much all of New Mexico is Catholic influenced. Most of it. Uh, to be honest, like you see like Catholic churches on like every corner, like here in Utah, you see Mormon churches on every corner, but in New Mexico yeah. is mostly people who are like, Oh, I'm a Christian all the time. And you're like, Oh yeah. Uh, what church you go to? They're like our church of Guadalupe. And, uh, I'm like, Hey, when was the last time you went there last Christmas, this Christmas, I'll be there again. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, cool. Eastern Christmas, uh, Catholic. Cool. Um, but yeah, so growing up, uh, what, what was your life like? Did you have a mom, a dad? How was that? Uh, so my mom and dad got divorced, I want to say, when I was four. I know a little bit later on they tried again, but it didn't work out. Uh, but my dad said that he was religious or Christian at one point. I really don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. so I, I just pray for him every day. Uh, my mom, I, w- I want to say she was Christian, but it was I didn't really ask her that much so i really i want to say i didn't really grow in a christian home it didn't really grow with uh up with uh like the christian values and morals and all that from the bible and 
it was just mainly what my mom and my grandma taught me how to be a good person. Yeah. You know, just treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. And so what, what is your story? Like how is high school for you? How is middle school? Like when did you become a Christian even? So I want to be, I want to say that I became the Christian where I always thought if you were a good person that you got into heaven. Um, you know, it wasn't until like, I want to say two and a half years ago that things definitely changed. But, you know, I always believed in God. I just didn't have the right uh, way to get into heaven, you know, to earn salvation, yeah. which is through Jesus Christ, if not my works. <laughs> so I, I want to say it was like 15 or 16, I got baptized. Um, but I didn't really understand the importance of baptism and all that. So I was kind of just going along with it like everyone else. Yeah. Um, middle school, you know, we didn't really go to church or anything like that. But I did go to like youth group and uh, in high school, kind of throughout all of high school and even a little bit after I graduated. Um, I was going to Peralta uh, Memorial Methodist, uh, it's that church for youth group. Yeah. And so that's where my, that's where I, I'm currently attending right now. And my uncle's a youth pastor. Oh, nice. Yeah. So what, like, what led you to Christ and like, I guess anything significant that happened in your life that kind of drew you to like, Hey, this is more than just, I guess, hell insurance. Okay. So with, with my testimony, I know I kind of struggled with, uh, no depression, no loneliness. Um, I'm a big boy. So am I going to find that right girl to, to want to like me for who I am, which I do have a beautiful wife. She's in the next room sleeping. (laughs) But because of that, um, because of my insecurities, it actually led me into practicing homosexuality. And it was because I felt so insecure with myself that I thought no girl was going to love me. No girl was going to like me. But then, you know, it felt so wrong to me and it felt, you know, I just felt dirty and even more alone. Yeah. So I was listening to the world. The world was telling me, well, you're gay. And I'm like, no, I'm not attracted to guys. Yeah. And I wasn't listening to what God was saying, but I kept listening to the world. And, you know, it just, it, it gave me that went down to the path of, you know, lusting after women and trying to, I guess, redeem myself. Uh, I don't really know how to put it. So I'm breaking girls' hearts and I'm being this adulterer and, you know, yeah. And I was just being for myself and my, my selfish intentions. Uh, and then it wasn't until like about maybe yeah, two and a half years ago, three years ago, I started getting this fear of like death for some reason. And, you know, well, if I go, if I go today, am I going to go to eternity with God or going to be going to hell? And I think God allowed that for some reason because it brought me back to church and I wanted to start knowing more. And then I realized that 
it's not my work. It's it's all about Christ and what He's done from for us on the cross. And yeah. so I started attending again. I reaffirmed my baptism because I guess with Methodists you can't uh, get baptized more than once. You have to reaffirm it. So I reaffirmed my baptism with them, and it was just I'm making this open declaration that I belong to Christ, that He's yeah. my Savior. Um, and I just started learning that it's all about my faith in Christ. It's, it's nothing I, I do. I, I can't do anything to earn it. Um, I know when I started seeing my wife, like dating her, Yeah. I got to the point where I really wanted to try to be, um, good Christian and, and wait till marriage. And it didn't happen. Um, but we tried Yeah. and I want to say the last month before we got married, we actually did it. It was hard. And now I understand why God says that sex between a male and female, a husband and wife, yeah. why it's so special and why it's his gift to us. And, yeah. you know, I, I love my wife and all I want to do is just make her happy and to serve her like yeah. Christ served the church. Um, but that's kind of like the, I guess, uh, the brief summary of all that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's crazy. So stepping back a little bit, were you struggling with homosexuality during high school or is it after high school? Mainly after high school. Um, it was, there was a, I guess like a little incident that happened prior to high school and, and it made me really question myself. And so that's why like when I got out of high school, I was like, well, am I, you know, everyone keeps saying that I am, you know, and then you have people say that you're born that way. And I'm like, no, I wasn't born that way, but it was just <laughs> yeah. me continuing to listen to the world instead of listening to what God says. Yeah. So now I just, I'm not ashamed. Uh, you know, if people know my past, it's, you can think what you want to think. You can think that I was born that way or whatever, but I know who I am. I belong to Christ. I'm a follower in Christ. He's my savior. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Like there definitely is. Uh, I mean, I've, there's a Christian TikToker who has been wavering. I don't know if you know him. I'm not going to say his name, but he's been back and forth. And I, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, like, why are you letting the world destroy you? Because he would, he got so upset that people would be like, uh, you can't do that. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. You can't switch sides <laughs> basically is what they're saying. And I'm yeah. like, you totally can because God's redeeming. And like, uh, I was oh, yeah. talking to somebody, I think it was pastor wit, me and him were talking and I was like, um, I can't remember what we're talking about, but he re he reminded me of something that I was like, "Man, we can be think we're super far from God, and we're supposed we're right where we need to be." And there's a lot of times where people are like, "Well, God didn't care about me at that time," and I'm like, "Well, God totally cared about you." Um, the the person that was on the podcast before you, his dad died at ten. He yeah. had every opportunity to just go well. God, you suck. Like, you let my dad die. He is a youth pastor. This is awful. 
forget you. And he never did. And I'm like, yeah. that's impressive because we've had other people who have gone the opposite way where they're like, I totally went off the rails. <laughs> it was like, forget yeah. you. And then all of a sudden they're like, I had to find my way back to God. And, um, like in that, I just always want to encourage you because people are always going to push an agenda to be like, Hey, you're, yeah. you're, uh, you can't do that. And I, even with you being married, they're probably like, how dare you? You can't switch sides still. And you're like, really, well, really? What's, what's so funny. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess it's funny is like, I would watch some of these TikToks and like people that say that, you know, they went from being a homosexual to, you know, straight and, and being for God. And then you like read the comments and some people are just like, Oh, well he's married now. And, now his wife is raping him the rest of his life because he's living this in the closet as, and I'm like, what? That does not make sense to me. But I, I, at the same time, I just laugh because I'm like, if you guys would only understand who God is and what he's done, like he, he works miracles and, and changes people's lives. Yeah. Like what's funny about that is I'm like, um, how can you say <laughs> that? that it's rape when you're like, I totally am willingly like, I'm about this. Like I'm about yeah. that life. Um, and, and the and other it, part it, is they're using rape out of context where you're like, Oh yeah. Uh, rape is un unwanted touch, all that stuff. Yeah. And rape itself is awful. So it's not a word to just use like, Oh, that's willy nilly. Let's use it here as, and you're like, yeah. no, <laughs> They're like totally. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, I guess, devaluing the you know what rape is. Yeah. Can just, you see me? You... I'm just wondering because I can see off your yeah, glasses. I can see you. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. yesterday somebody had bad internet and like it, I disappeared and I was all just to let you know I can see you the whole time <laughs> because we've had a guy like do like scratch himself on it and it was the funniest thing ever where he's like. And he's all, and like, I mentioned something like in your background, you have that weird white thing over your left shoulder, which I have no clue. It looks oh, like the door. Yeah. What yeah. is that? It's the door. Oh, it looks like a monster on your door. <laughs> like, oh. It's like a little yellow, like it's got like, Oh, oh, that's a, I guess it's like one of those little wreaths. Oh, the flowers right next to the door. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, huh. Um, so funny part is, is because we do this in the camper game way off topic here, but like this window right behind me, which the yeah. viewers or the listeners can't see, uh, I was on the, I think it was on with Brink's encouragement. I don't know if you know who he is. And, uh, I had the, these blinds up and my <laughs> reflection was hitting off of it and he could see a person, a guy in the window and he looked, his eyes got big and he's like. Uh, is there somebody behind you? And I go, what? And I look at it and go, no, that's, it's just me, bro. I was like, you freaked me out. Um, I don't like, think, don't do that. I don't think you did it on the podcast. I don't, I don't think it actually made it on there, but I was like, what? And I looked and I was like, oh gosh, it's just me. And he's like, oh, it's your reflection. I was like, oh, shoot. but yeah, um, I think that there's a lot of times where, I mean, and it's not just for the, like homosexuality, it could be anything. You're a thief, you're a liar, you're a yeah. cusser, you're whatever. And people put you in that box and go, 
oh, you can't do that. And um, I'm like, well, God says differently. Like he uses the people that are unqualified to do things that they are qualified for because God's in it. And a lot of times they're like people of the world are going to definitely push against you and say, oh, well, you can't do that. I mean, there's been plenty of times I've been told like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And I'm like, well, you want to watch me do it? Cause I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, they try to push you so much to where like when you do snap and it's like, oh, that's, that's very unchristlike. Uh, I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I had a moment of weakness and I snapped at you, but like, it's just they they have their ideas of what what they want to believe i guess and yeah well i mean even a funnier part to that is like when they get mad you're like okay you're saying i'm are you saying i'm morally being wrong because you have no like moral compass to tell me i'm being wrong just saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah like there's plenty of times where i've been seen all over tiktok where people are like don't judge. And then I'm all, you guys are the ones judging more than anybody else. And the Bible doesn't say don't judge. So stop judge it. Righteously. Yeah. Judge righteously. And then I'm like, how are you going to say like, Oh, don't judge. I go, all right, 50 cent, calm it down. Just because you've seen gridiron gang doesn't mean you have the right Bible verse there. And so, um, but like, there's plenty of times I'm like, uh, I'll see somebody like, how dare you judge him? I'm all, would you not want to know? Like, I would want to know, like, in my job and all that, if they're like, hey, like, you're not doing well. I'd rather them tell me yeah. that than be like, oh, you're doing fantastic. And I'm like, I mean, I understand we're in a woke culture where too many times people are like, hey, you do you, and that's fine. And I'm like, well, when you, when you actually want to give your life to Christ, it's laying your old man down and picking up your cross it's not picking up your cross and carrying as many items as you can with you because you can't carry a cross that weighs a ton and try to carry it yeah and living for christ yeah for sure and so right now you're in las lunas new mexico and you're helping out in youth group or what 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 are you doing so i am I guess I'm going to have multiple roles in the church. And I think it's just God placed me and just showing me that like, I, because of him, like all this is possible. So I'm helping out with Sunday school, which that actually might kind of end soon just because there's like some things going on within the church that uh, other people have to like uh, step into leadership. Yeah. So I'm helping out with Sunday school. Um, I'm one of the youth leaders for the, the youth group. I hang at, I uh, do a young adult for like people from 18 to, I'm guessing 40. I, we don't really have an <laughs> age limit. <laughs> and then I'm part of the, it's called the SPRC. Um, they're like the, I guess the ones that like hire and fire a pastor if something happens or do the hiring and stuff like that. But I guess um, right now uh, I don't want to like, too much dirty laundry with what's going on with the pastor but my uncle has to for the next four months be lead the church the one giving the sermon yeah giving the sermons yeah so, so i might have to 
step up and do the the youth group. So is is a pastor leaving? No, um, or just basically he's, they he's have just on some a things sabbatical. To get. Yeah, so yeah. he has some things to get <laughs> probably worked out <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, so I I want to encourage you as you're becoming leadership because I've seen this. I've been in church for. 30 years at least. And so pretty much my whole life, 33 years, pretty much. And so, um, I want to encourage you and your uncle to really push an agenda of if this, the pastor is making it right. Cause I don't, you, you don't have to get in details of what kind of issues are going on, but like more of a, Hey, if he's messed up, I, I, and he's working it and doing what he's supposed to. And if if it's like, hey, you need to go to like an actual like therapist or like to a hospital or whatever it is to help him yeah. out, like you guys help with that. Like, because I don't know if you know who Perry Noble is, like the pastor. No. Have you ever heard of him? So he, no. he, uh, he, had this huge church in South Carolina. It's called New Springs Church. They had about 10 campuses. I still think they do. But he started it from, like, his living room. Had a board, kind of like you guys, where you're part of the team of hiring yeah. or letting go of the pastor. And I don't know if he's leaving on his own. That's beside the point. But, um, but like, for him, he had a, a, a drinking problem. And so yeah. he came out to the church owned his crap <laughs> like hey guys yeah i screwed up uh i haven't done anything bad but i've been drinking way too much and i know that that's too much and i need to take a break i'm gonna go get help to a sober recovery and do all this and then i'll be back when i'm done and so when he left they his board or the team voted him out like while yeah. he was gone getting help like not not even giving him a chance. Like it was like the week he left, they already made oh, the decision. Man. Like you're done, and I'm like, you didn't even give him a chance. Like he's human, just like everybody in that congregation. Yep. And yep. They they fired him, and he came back, and he was like, they're like, no, you're done. And so he packed up his stuff. <laughs> I mean, this is a church he started, and he's like. Well, with God, obviously. So if anybody's listening, yeah. it's like, God started. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but I'm, he was a huge, intricate part to this church starting. Um, <laughs> so he got let go. He's gone for a year and a half-ish of just not really doing any ministry or anything. Um, but his wife divorces him six months into that, him being gone. So now he's lost his church. He's lost his wife. And he, he didn't do anything like moral failure or anything because I know people yeah. who know him and like are pretty tight with him. And so I was like, okay, come on, man. Like <laughs> be honest with me. And they're like, no, like he didn't do anything. She just was like, I don't want any of this. Like I want to be a part of a church. I want to do this. And so his wife left. And um, so he jokes now, but he was like, he's a, he's all that's a bad country song. Like, my church kicked me out. I got fired. He goes, my <laughs> wife left. He goes, I just need my dog to die and my truck to die. And then it's a good country song. And so, um, so he then was called back to ministry and he was like, 
he was like, no. And then other pastors start calling him and being like, Hey man, um, I think, um, what's it called? Uh, I think that you need to go back and you need to do ministry. And he's like, nah, I don't know. And so sure enough, he's like, I guess I'll do it. And so what he did is you're like on a tripod right in front of me. And, uh, he did basically this and just did a sermon like, like in his living room, did a sermon and it caught yeah. traction. And he did a sermon every Sunday and then people actually were showing up to his house and being like, Hey, we want to be, uh, a part of it. And, uh, we want to be a part of your, what you're trying to do. And so he assembles a whole team just from his house. And now his church has like a couple thousand people going to his church and it, the church is called second chance. But what I love about it is because the name is awesome, like second chance, yeah. because too often most Christians think I screwed up. I'm down and out or I'm a pastor that's messed up. And so now I'm no longer a pastor, but also yeah. are you looking at that as your identity? Just whoever's listening. To this? Are you looking at your pastoral thing as that's my identity and not looking at Christ as that's my identity? Just yep. remember that whoever's that was for is <laughs> listening. Um, and so like in that he started a church, but he's really open and honest and like, Hey, I was, I screwed up and messed up. He goes, but he still jokes about it where he's like, yeah. I mean, when people are like, Oh man, like I'm super upset. Like, uh, all this. And I'm really mad at God. He goes, remember I was fired from my own church. <laughs> so, so, he goes, so so I get I get pain and hurt from the church like when people are like I'm hurt from the church he goes I get it I sure do get it <laughs> so um, yeah but yeah I just want to encourage you and like your uncle if if this pastor is staying or if he's getting help or if he's not then obviously yeah. you guys got to do what you got to do but if he is then I encourage you guys to at least walk through the fire with him and if at the end of it it's like Hey, you're, you're still not this, this probably isn't going to work. Or maybe there's some bigger things to this story that, Hey, like that family still goes to this church. So maybe not a yeah. good idea or whatever. Well, just to, you know, I guess say this, he is getting help. Um, and we, we are, we're all going through with this, with him. Uh, Cause he's a great pastor. He, you know, he has a heart for God and, you know, just like I said, he's, he's human, just like all of us. So he's, he's getting the help. Um, you know, just the other people in the church are going to have to, you know, step up in, in leadership roles. And I think it's, I feel like it's God doing this for a reason, you know, to show that he calls you know, the unqualified and he, he equips them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we are walking uh, in the fire with, with him, you know, we're trying to encourage him and, you know, show him that we love him. The yeah. whole church loves him. Um, you know, even though he is, uh, I guess like he attends the flock of, and all that of the church, Yeah, you know, we have to be able to help him too. And to, you know, serve each other as a whole family in this church. Yeah. So it's it's not just a one way street. It's a, you know, we're a family. We got to take care of each other. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, so... <sighs> yeah, so now you might have to be youth pastor and all that. And so how have you, I guess, uh, whenever you did move on and find your wife, how did you guys meet? How did that come about? Do you guys have any kids at this point? Anything like we have that? no kids, but what's, what's crazy is we met in youth group, this, this exact youth group. Oh, really? <laughs> but I was – she really liked me at the time. I was like 18, but she was like 14. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be dating no underage girl. I'm yeah. 18. <laughs> so she is four years younger than me. I'm 29 now. She's going to be 26 or she is 26. Um, but it's, it's just so crazy. Cause she, she like liked me and I, we would like, I guess text each other. And I guess I just really didn't like her. And I guess at one point I'm like, why are you texting me? Yeah, and I, I guess it really <laughs> broke her heart. And so I remember we uh, we went to the the Sleda Casino. They had the triple sevens and the oh, yeah. saloon. So I, I just went one night to with my buddy to you know go dance, and I ran into her, and I just danced with her one time, and you know the flame like rekindled from there, and and we went on a couple of dates, and the second day I'm like, she because she brought that up. And I'm like, you're not going to reject me, are you? <laughs> you're not going to turn me down. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I know it happened so long ago, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so now we're married. Uh, we, we are trying for kids. Uh, if whatever the Lord blesses us with. Yeah. Uh, I really want a boy, but yeah, whatever the Lord blesses <laughs> us with. <laughs> Boys are definitely fun. Like. We have both. We have two girls and one boy, so I totally get it. <laughs> um, what was funny is for us, like, I I knew it was a girl, like, both times. And then my wife's yeah. like, no, it's going to be a boy. I go, no, it's a girl. And she got so mad at me because I was like, <laughs> it's like, I just feel it's going to be a girl. And then uh, when it was our boy, I was like, Oh no, this is a boy. This time it's a boy. And I mean, we had tons of naysayers, so there's definitely going to be people that you got, I don't know. This podcast is more about, <laughs> for some reason, more about like the naysayers and how you need to fight that and just know what God says about you and to really follow that over anything else. Because too many times we're listening, like you said, to culture and what yeah. it's telling us and it's telling us hey, it's okay to be this way when the Bible says, no, it's not. It's not okay yeah. to live in that life or to be this way or to lie, kill, steal, and all that stuff. And it's not just about one sin being greater than the other. It's it's all of them. And if you're living in that, living in lust or living, uh, yeah. struggling with porn or whatever, like God wants you to be free of that and he wants to help you, but it's work. Like it's not... It's not just something simple sometimes. Sometimes it's it's a lot of work because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like for for like most of our guests, like you've had everybody's had some sort of struggle and each person's like it wasn't just overnight. I just was like, whoa, this is crazy. I mean, God yeah. can do that. Don't get me wrong because there's been a few people on here who are like, hey, I was addicted to drugs and the next day I was like, I can't even – look at drugs <laughs> so it can happen but a lot of times it's work 
and you got to put in the work and you got to put your nose in the Bible and pray and all that, because that's the only way you're ever going to get anywhere. And if you're trying to say like, Hey, I can have a relationship with God with no relationship, then that makes zero sense because you can't be like, Hey, you know what? I'm married to my wife. Like I openly talk to her like once a month and it's sometimes yeah. on Sunday when I'm at church and that's the only time we talk like that marriage will not last. <laughs> so it's definitely yeah. important that God is, is everything. Like he will guide your path. He will lead you where you need to go and you will go through fire, but you're never alone. Yeah. There's a, um, so speaking of like, you know, God and relationships. So I remember we, we were, me and my wife were dating at the time. And I remember there was a, there's a text. And, you know, the Holy Spirit's over here. Don't send it. It's just going to end bad. Did I listen? No, I did not. It turned into this big old fight, and it should have been something that was, like, in person, you know, and, and like, in like, just mainly just in person. And I remember listening to my podcast, like, on, on like, I don't know who I was listening to, but there's two different sermons about love and how you need to treat your wife or your significant other. And I'm like, I'm sorry, God, I'm trying. I know I should have listened to you. And <laughs> I, just, I just think it's so awesome that God, like, he disciplines his children. You know? Yeah. You're he, he like, all right, well, do it and watch. And then you do it, and it's just something bad. And then you have the Holy Spirit conviction. You're like, I know, Lord, I, I should have listened to you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> and but I, I just remember I started like crying after those two sermons about love and I'm like what are you doing to me Lord I know I know I'm sorry <laughs> yeah but I just sure. I just love that he's, he's just there you know he's if you have questions I mean if you're truly you know wanting to know and, and you ask him he'll give it to you yeah he'll let you know Yep, for sure. And I, I think that a lot of times people feel discouraged or unclean to talk to God. And I'm like, he wants you right where you are. It's not, it's not, Hey, I have to get good <laughs> to get, to get yeah. there because none of us are good. The Bible says not one. And so yep. you can try to be the best human being on this planet and it will still come out basically like period tampons that's basically what the bible says that's your best works and that's disgusting and so yeah. uh just knowing that like uh you you can do your best and people try to do the whole i'm morally good and blah 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 i've given and i mean that is the that god fearing is not like hey i'm scared of god it's more of Hey, I want to do what God wants me to do. Not being fearful, yeah. like oh, God's scary. It's more of, hey, like I you're want to do what God to wants me. Him. Yeah, and and I think that comes along with the lines of, there's going to be people that are saying like, hey, I did all this in your name, God, and God will say, I don't know you, and that's why you need to make your life right because John three sixteen talks about that. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And so if you're not believing that, you definitely should. And I mean, that 
Bible verse itself is known by most atheists, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. And so you got to make your life right. And uh, so, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, no, there's still things that I, I struggle with. And I'm just like, Lord, please just humble me. Just show me the way. You know, I, I wake up in the morning. I do my prayer for my family and my friends. Talk to God on my way to work. You know, and the, the one thing that me and my wife do before we go to bed is we pray together. And we just we lay there. We hold hands. And just pray and, and you know, yeah, just talk to God. Yeah, man, that that's awesome. And like, I think even that is half half the battle because most people don't even pray with their spouse or. And like, if you're dating, pray with your girlfriend, not in the bedroom, yeah. but pray with your girlfriend. Try to avoid that place because that always goes sideways. Yeah, um, <laughs> your 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 will will not out. <laughs> outlast your your attraction to your wife i'll just say that <laughs> um because yeah it's that's a, that's a hard battle unless you run away um but yeah uh i don't yeah I'd, is there anything else you want to say before we kind of sign off the podcast uh well to whoever is listening you know you're going to have suffering in your life and you'll have trials and tribulations, but God is right there beside you the whole time. You know, you just, just seek him out and just talk to him, pray to him because he's listening and it doesn't matter your past, no matter how bad of a person you are, you can be forgiven. You can have salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen to that. Before we go, I don't know if you've ever listened to the ending of our podcast, but that's probably the most important part of the podcast is the end. Uh, so we usually ask our guests to pray us out of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can definitely do that. Well, guys, we just thank you for allowing us to have this time to just to talk about you and, and what you've done in our lives. Well, we just thank you for all that you do and, we just ask that you humble us, Lord, and to reveal yourself to those that are seeking you out, Lord, to answer any questions that they have uh, with a sincere heart, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you bless each and every one of the listeners listening, and we pray all of this in your in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.